Welcome back to Movie Room. We're back yes. with some movie reviews today. Uh, oh, three. Three movie reviews, maybe, if I can get there and stay awake through the third one. Uh, did good so, yeah, we yeah. we done good. Yeah, we done, done did good. good. Done did good. Done did good. Yeah, we did good. So we're back with three movie reviews. We're gonna try to do three at least. The third one is a rough bit of yeah. bit of a mess that we're gonna do. So first, we're gonna first do, two are are pretty amazing. Uh, first two are great. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna do Prospect. We're gonna do Edge of Tomorrow. Slash live die repeat, and we're gonna do shattered dead, which I don't know how good we're gonna do on that one to be honest at this point. So, if you're uh, watching on Twitch, thanks. It's Twitch.tv/slash Basement Movie Room. If you're listening on the podcast, it's Basement Movie Room on any of your podcast apps. And we also are on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash Basement Movie Slash at Basement Movie Room, and you can email us at Basement Movie Room Podcast with an S at gmail.com. So let's get right into it. Let's get the uh, reviews going. We got some Diplomatico Oy. and uh, some uh, forehands. Uh, I don't know which one I'm gonna drink. We'll see. A little, little fully loaded. Well, fully loaded on the, on the dip front. Yeah. So, all right. So the first movie we watch tonight is Prospect, which is a 2018 film starring Pedro Pascal and nobody else. Pretty much, so you're gonna know who they are. Uh, so, just out of the gates, what did you think of Prospect? I really enjoyed it for the fact that everything was, like, very grounded and you felt like you were just in that world right away. Right. Yeah, this is what you're going to call hard sci-fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is hard sci-fi, meaning it's realistic sci-fi. Uh, that it has some, you know, elements that aren't exactly what we have today, but it's definitely hard to find. So I really like this movie. I'd seen it before. You had not. I hadn't seen it in a while. I didn't remember much about it, but I, I kind of remember a little bit about it, but it's essentially a space western Mm -hmm. and not like Firefly space western, more like hardcore space western, like, you know. Yeah. Shoot people. Kind of true grit. Yeah, true grit type space western. Yeah, so, exactly. So the movie starts out kind of slow, to be honest. We're following a father and daughter team who are on a large spaceship and they're looking to go down to a planet that they're orbiting to collect some kind of. I don't know what it is. Uh, space, space sperm. Space sperm. That's, yeah. that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. So the two of them, are kind of, we kind of show their relationship. It's not a great relationship between, between father and daughter, but it's still a father and daughter relationship. Dad seems to be addicted to some kind of drug that he's doing. And so, so daughter and father don't seem to have a great relationship going in. But they go down to the planet, and the planet is like a... a prehistoric type planet. It looks like it sells ferns and large trees and things like that. So they get the planet and they they go to their first harvest to harvest this underground organism of some mm-hmm. kind. This is where you where you call it space sperm. They they pour some acid or something down this this thing and they pull out this large sack that's connected to a 
umbilical cord yeah, to some extent. Much. And they yeah. cut it out, and the dad's like, hey, this is how you do it. This, you know, if you can't be careful, the acid's going to release, it's going to burn the gem, and we'll have nothing. So he does it, and he, he collects this gem. like It's like an almost amber-looking gem surrounded in, like, a clear gem. It's weird. Weird, nonetheless. So they harvest this and they go to walk on the planet and come to find out that they're going to meet some mercenaries who have found a queen of whatever organism they're harvesting from to harvest a bunch of these organisms. However, they run into a couple of other gentlemen on this uh, adventure. The dad runs into them. The daughter is kind of hidden in the woods when this happens. And Pedro Pascal plays one of the, the guys they run into. Well, these guys are not good guys. Pedro Pascal plays essentially a villain to some extent in this part of the movie. And uh, they essentially uh, kill, end up killing the father, killing Pedro Pascal's partner, and shooting Pedro Pascal. And the daughter comes out and takes Pedro Pascal hostage, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, he makes a deal with the daughter that, hey, hey your, your dad told me you guys are working as mercenaries. You don't have a ship that's going to get off this planet. We need a ship that's going to get off the planet, so we need to work together to get to these these mercenaries because they're going to have a ship to get off this planet. So, begrudgingly, she decides to work with the man who killed her father, essentially. And and the dialogue throughout this movie is very Western-esque oh, yeah. dialogue. Very, very it's much. like very much a Western film, just set on a foreign planet with spacesuits, essentially. So, ultimately, they wind up back at the main ship that the daughter and dad came down on. And Pedro Pascal's been shot in the arm. And he gets her to help him and give, give him some medicine to take care of that, that bullet wound he's got in his arm. And his suit. Because this planet is not friendly. They have to wear suits on. There's, like, dust. Yeah, they call it dust. It, yeah. You know, if it infiltrates your, your suit, you're in trouble. Yeah. And basically you're gonna die pretty soon mm-hmm. so he gets you know even though it's nice and sealed yeah somehow it gets in there yeah it gets through his he, suit he keeps feeling it it's yeah it's nice and gooey. oozy yeah. gooey yeah so they get through his suit but he makes a deal with her that they're going to go and and harvest this queen and get off this planet and she's she doesn't really have a choice she has to agree with him and go with him through this so she agrees, and, and she's kind of, they, they have to connect to the same air supply because his, like, filter is messed up. So they're, they're connected through an umbilical cord, essentially. And they're wandering through the woods, and they come upon this native, I don't know, it's like another person who's been abandoned on this planet and lives on this planet. And they go to their camp, and this camp... Uh, and the main guy in this camp is played by the guy who played Bubbles in The Wire. I know you haven't seen The Wire, but this guy played Bubbles. So if you've seen The Wire, you know. And they're trying to get Pedro Pascal to trade the girl for these gems that they harvest. And there's like 12 of them that they're trying to give him. Well, she's not having it. She runs off and, she, and, and escapes, uh, killing one of the members of this group. And Pedro Pascal somehow escapes. I don't know. I don't know if they have to let him go or because we don't really see that part. But he escapes and meets back up with her and she's like, hey, were you really going to sell me to them? And he's like, no, I wasn't going to do that. So we have the internet's daddy playing yes. daddy again. Here we go again. Yeah. This. You know, he's, he's pretty good at like, you know, talking his way out of yeah. 
certain circumstances. Yeah, he seems like a pretty He was doing that. He was trying to do that with her and her dad. He was, very much. At the beginning, and I guess with this tribe, because he kind of knew their ways. Yeah, he did. He knew who they were. Yeah, he's been there multiple times, supposedly, so he kind of assumed that he got away because he had a certain way with these people. Yeah. Yeah, we never see those people again in the movie. No. So we don't know no. what happened to them. If he killed them or if he just left. Yeah, and they just, I mean, they show up at this tent. I yeah. guess that's where his, where they kind of made camp. Yeah. Pedro's camp. So. Yeah. Yeah, she finds a tent ultimately and meets back up with Pedro. She doesn't know it's him, but she ends up meeting back up with him. And there's these tents that, like you said, they're kind of like safe zones in there because they can right. take their mask off and stuff. And he says, "Oh, my arm is done. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to cut it off." Yeah. So we get a scene of her cutting his arm off to save his life, essentially. And we we get that scene, and then they're they're kind of she's kind of come to the point where she's trusting him because she doesn't have anybody else to rely on, and she figures if he let me cut his arm off. Well, he's probably okay, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> to an extent. So she cuts his arm off, and they move on on their journey towards these mercenaries. Um, she she's more trusting him. She doesn't have a gun on him at all times at this point. They approach the mercenaries, and they they go out and find the mercenaries and say, "Hey, we're here." He's pretending to be her father because they were expecting a father daughter combo with these mercenaries. And they're like, we're going to harvest the queen, and we'll all get rich, but you're going to let us leave on your vessel. And they're like, well, we can't do that. We don't have the space. So they start negotiating with stuff they can get rid of off their, off their vessel to get back to the, the orbiting spaceship that can save them. So the mercenaries ultimately agree to let them harvest the queen. They start doing it, and Pedro Pascal is terrible at it. He's he's only got a left arm; it's not his dominant arm anymore. He's and, very shaky. Yeah. And, yeah. and early in the movie, they'd said like, "There's this acid sack that burns through the gym. So if you don't do it right, well, he doesn't do it right a couple times. The daughter ultimately tries another time; it burns up the gym as well." And this one mercenary is watching him is like done with him; it's about to kill him, and Pedro Pascal. The, and, and the girl um, who's C is her name and yeah. his name is like Ewan or something he, like that yeah so they take down the one guy and the other other mercenaries come over and they're like oh he was stupid he fell but they of course have to fight them off to take them out they take out one of them and run from the main mercenary who's a female mercenary who plays music through their headsets to make them not you know very loudly to make them not realize what's going on you know it's a pretty good idea yeah you know it's great it idea. confuses them because yeah, they're you know right off the bat they're like oh gosh yeah, it freaks them out yeah yeah they can't hear it's anything. so loud so they finally side. come to the point where they turn off the music they end up killing the mercenaries all the mercenaries the mercenaries also have a prisoner there and he escapes somewhere during the fight mm-hmm. that they're having and kills the additional mercenary and kind of just like peace treaty with them and just walks off and ultimately, the girl gets on the ship, and she decides to go back and save Pedro Pascal and get him on the ship, and they leave, and that's the end of the movie. It's basically the reverse of Joe and Ellie. Yeah. In this yeah. Movie. It's, if it's you've been watching Last, of, Last of Us, yeah. So, I'm sure this helped Pedro get 
I, the Mandalorian. I think there's definitely and reason. Last of yeah. Us. Yeah, you know. definitely, definitely, because this was just before both of them. Yeah, obviously, Absolutely. before the Mandalorian, and a little ways before Last of Us. But Pedro Pascal is excellent in yeah. the movie. He's 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 fantastic. He does a really good job playing a anti-hero essentially. He plays the. I had said like he plays a bad guy with a heart of gold essentially because yeah. he's. He's not into killing kids. He doesn't want to kill the kids. He 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 understands where his position is, so he's just really trying to escape the planet. But he doesn't want to kill the kids. I think he does a really good job of like being like kind of not a scumbag, but like somebody that is just driven by money. Yeah. Oh, it's no doubt. And like, survival. Yeah, and survival, and just that's all he's about. Yeah. And then he kind of transforms a little bit, but gets away from it to and his, comes back to it. His internet daddy role. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, can we talk about the costumes? Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. I mean, the uh, the everybody's space <clears throat> space costumes, I guess you space could call suits. Space suits. <laughs> They're more like um, uh, not costumes, but yeah, they're. I mean, yeah, Earth Earth suits or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) everybody's different, and you can't tell who's a villain and who's not. Yeah, although some of the suits look pretty. Some of the yeah, some of the suits look evil. Some don't, but you can't tell. Yeah, and they're done so well in this movie. I, I was very impressed with how, you know, how the suits looked. Yeah, no, yeah. suits are great. I mean, the whole that was one of the first things I was like, oh wow, this looks lived in. Yeah, the whole design of the suits—they're dirty. It's kind of like old. It's kind of like old technology, really. Yeah. In in a future society, and it's very very cool kind of suits and things like that. Kind yeah. of the antithesis very, of sunshine. Very like they have these you yeah. know gold oh, suits yeah. and all that. Very like shiny and yeah yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. like, these are very lived in, and they have practical, like, you have to breathe through. Yeah, there's, like, a filter, and yeah. they have to connect have to each have other. Filter, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's and very the medicines very and, the, you know, all the stuff that they have to use to yeah. repair the suits it's and themselves. Practical. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very practical. Mm-hmm. Like, very believable. And, uh, and, like, the weapons are very weird. In yeah. this movie as well. They're like electromagnetic type. Like he, they reference railgun at some point, and I think that's the big machine gun the one yeah. guy has. That, so, but I think they're mostly electromagnetic weapons that are, that work off of like not gunpowder, but like more energy yeah. weapons. But they are projectiles because you see them loading yeah. clips in the guns mm-hmm. and things like that. So they're projectiles. Yeah, very cool detail. Music wise. I, I didn't really notice the music in this no. movie. Other than yeah, the was loud it? music that's like licensed type music. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, there's not much to it, but enjoyed it. Yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at this point, you're kind of used to Pascal in this, in this role. His daddy so, role. In his daddy role. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of people might not enjoy it as much as... Yeah, it's um, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's, it's a western set on a foreign planet in spacesuits. Yeah, essentially. 
So if you like Westerns, kind of slow burn type Westerns, you might like this. Yeah, for sure. I'll check it out. This is released by Gunpowder and Sky. There's uh, a number of production companies, but Vinegar Syndrome originally sold it. So it's right up our alley on things we want to watch, which later will review something that's not so much great from Vinegar Syndrome releases. Yeah. But yeah, Prospect is, is, is pretty good. Pretty good pretty good movie overall. Acting is, is fantastic. The young actress in it. So do we do a vinegar? Nah. Scale no, this one, no, 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 this, this has to be this a standard scale. Yeah. This is a standard scale. But what would you rate this? Oh man. I would give this probably a three seven five. Three seven five. Pretty good. Yeah. That's a that's a good rating. I'm at a four, yeah. so I'm right above you. Because I think this is very, very enjoyable. Enjoyable is the wrong word for this. Because it's 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 slow. It's plotting, but if you look at it as a western set in space, I think it works better. If you go into this as like a sci-fi type film, I, I don't think it's as good. No. But I think as a western, and I prepared for this. I said it's a western set on a right. planet. It's definitely, like, even the dialogue throughout the movie is, like, very, like, John Wayne yeah. movie. 100% it's, it's very, yeah. like, true grit, you know, type, type dialogue. Yeah, we even brought that up yeah. during the movie. It's like, oh, it's like, it's like true grit. Pedro's yeah. even got the, the, the Texas accent that he mm-hmm. to do. You know, he's got A the, little bit more pronounced in this. Very much so. Yeah. yeah very much so. So, yeah, that is Prospect. Check it out. I think you might enjoy it if you enjoy movies like this, and westerns and space westerns and things like that. So you definitely want to check that out. All right. So next up is Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Been waiting to do this for a while. Yeah, yeah. We, we both watched this movie more recently. Been waiting to do this for a while. Yeah, again and again and again and again. Been waiting to do this. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, there's a joke here. <laughs> so, Edge of Tomorrow, of course, if you haven't heard of it, where have you been? This is a 2014 movie starring Tom Cruise, directed by Doug Lyman, uh, who you might know from The Born Identity, Go, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He directed a number of movies. He's he's one of my more favorite directors. If he directs something, I'm probably going li- to watch it, and I'm going to yeah. like it. So... Edge of Tomorrow follows Tom Cruise's Major William Cage, who is roped in by Brendan Gleeson into being a part of the invasion of France uh, for a alien issue. The, the alien, the uh, asteroid hit the Earth, and it was full of aliens that invaded that they call mimics. I don't know why they call them mimics because they're not mimicking anything. Yeah, they're saying, not really. I guess, but. That's the name. They're basically like these multi-armed, um, squid-like. Guess they, they kind of mimic our thoughts. And yeah, feelings. I guess it's, it's very, certain, yeah, very interesting. We're never giving a Without real spoilers. answer on what happened, like the but original invasion. There's going to be spoilers. Yeah, there's going to be spoilers here. So William Cage is like a media relations guy for the United States Army, and uh, there's a big battle. Pending, and he's he's trying to get people to join the army to fight this battle for the human race, essentially, in France. Essentially, a Normandy situation because they're invading France because France is completely taken over by these 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 entities called mimics. 
So he goes to speak to Brendan Gleeson's character, and Brendan Gleeson's like, oh, you're going to be on the front lines, and he's not fond of that and tries yeah. to run away. He's like, I went to ROTC. <laughs> yeah, he's I, like, I had a media I'm more of a, you know, company, and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a media guy. Yeah. He's like, where are you going to be I'm on the front camera. lines? Brendan Gleeson's yeah. like, oh, you're going to be on the front lines. So he's not fond of this. He tries to run away, and is ultimately caught. All his insignia is ripped off from him, and he's laid on a... Uh, Bag like a bunch of bags and and bunch and of meat the, bags. Meat bags. That's right. So the first line, he gets woken up, and, and, and yeah, there's an inside joke here by a, uh, a sergeant, and he gets up and he's like, "Oh, you don't understand. I'm I'm a major. I'm not supposed to be here." And we get Bill Paxton's character, who is a uh, sergeant. What is his name? Oh, uh, Farrell. Sergeant Farrell from Science Hill, Kentucky. Yeah, he's like, are you American? Oh, you're from no, America. No, I'm, I'm from Kentucky. Uh, no, sir, I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> oh, Sergeant Farrell love it. has got this note that says he's going to lie to him, and he gets roped into into into, into this invasion. He gets thrown into a a mech suit, essentially, like that's supposed to win the war for the uh, the human beings. And he goes into battle, and of course, dies. But he kills a a blue alien. Most of them are orange, but he has a blue one, and all the blood of the blue one kind of falls in his face, and he wakes up right back where he started at the, you know, <laughs> meat bag or whatever. Meat bag. Yeah. <laughs> On your feet. On your feet. <laughs> Maggot. Maggot. <laughs> There's a joke here, and we yes, can't say it because it's not, it's not proper. Uh. It's not proper to say on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, but on your meat, maggot. On your meat. I said it. I said on your meat. Switch some letters here. You'll understand what the, the funny part is because uh, he said that. And it's pretty It came funny. out. It, 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 it came it, out funny. It, and we're not like that. So it's just funny. But anyway, he goes through this day over and over again, and he discovers that he's going to keep going through this day, but he has to meet with the... The hero of Verdun, who had uh, had saved the um, uh, the human race at Verdun, and he discovers that she, played by Emily Blunt, uh, Sergeant, uh, what is her name? Vertaski. Oh. Vertaski. Rita Vertaski. Yeah, Rita. A full metal bitch. Yes. Uh, but the hero of Verdun, he, he goes to her and discovers that she had the same thing. Or Verdonsk. Yeah. She had the same thing. And that she was repeating in the days, and that's how she she conquered Verdun. And now he's reliving the days, and 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 so he keeps going to her day after day and reliving this battle over and over and over again. So he's figuring it out, and uh, she's you know she believes him, of course, and she has another character, um, this scientist that hello scientist hello scientist <laughs> that kind of has an idea of how to. <laughs> How to defeat them, and that she he has had this vision. Speaking of, we need to go back and watch that. Half baked, yeah. Hello, science. Hello, science. We're gonna go back and watch that at some point. (laughs) So he continues living this day and getting farther and farther towards this goal that he thinks is the goal he needs to be to, the just German dam. Well, he discovers that he's being manipulated by the Omega, the main alien that's that's trying to kill everybody, And, and come to find out. 
that these, this alien controls time and the alpha that he killed that bled on him is what he uses, what the main Omega uses to determine if they need to reset time and restart the day. Right. But that power was passed to Tom Cruise so he can restart the day over and over again. And the reason Rita Vertowski lost his power is because she only got injured and uh, she got a blood transfusion and lost the power. Well, she makes sure he knows that he can't lose Mars. She kills him so many times. Oh, and it's God. Like, yeah. We don't know how many days he lives, oh. but it's got to be years. Some, yeah, some of the like montages with yeah. him. Like, it's so funny. Training. And yeah. Then, it's okay. Uh, it's just my leg. It's broken. my leg. Uh, no, your leg's broken. Boom. Yeah. Shoot him in the head. And then he so gets thrown against the wall. Yeah. Day yeah. And going like back that. here and starting over oh. again. And slowly trying to get through this battle film to get to where they need to be. Now, ultimately, he figures out that the Omega has tricked them and that this dam he gets to is just, it's not going to work. Like, it's not where they are. And then he has another vision where it shows where the Omega is because he uses this device that the scientists created. Hello, scientist! Hello, scientist! (laughs) The the scientist created that shows that the, the alien is under the Louvre Museum in Paris. Right. So... So we got like this nice it's iconic kind of, location. It's kind of convenient. Yeah, it's an iconic location yeah. that they can get to within the time needed. Yeah. So Tom Cruise, uh, Major Cage, goes to this crew he's been working with. He's like, I know you, 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 you. You guys need to help me. We've got to go to, to France, to Paris, to the Louvre, and kill this guy because otherwise the human race is done. We're going to lose tomorrow. We're done. Yeah, so you, they, you can oh, either go on the beach and die or come with me. Yeah. In the meantime, he he gets caught by Brendan Gleason's agents and he loses the power because they have to give him a blood trench right. transfusion. So this is his last chance when he goes to these guys. And Rita Vertowski's there and they're he's like, you may not follow me, but you're going to follow her. And they're like, it's a full metal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So they do decide to come with him. They take one of the like drone helicopter type deals, which it's not a drone. It looks like a drone. But And they fly to Paris. They get shot down, of course. And they have to go into the Louvre and conquer this Omega. And Tom Cruise ultimately, of course. Tom Cruise and Rita Vertowski are the last two standing. The other guys give their lives for this mission, of course. Because that's what they do. <laughs> and Tom Cruise ultimately takes out the Omega with a grenade. And... He gets subsumed by the blood of the Omega, and his day starts, starts again. over. But yep. they're dead. Yeah, all the all the aliens are dead. He's done his mission. Nobody knows that he's a hero. Mm-hmm. Everybody just knows that the the aliens just died all of a sudden. Very cool ending. So he may become the new Omega. The question is, when he's eighty and he dies, is the day gonna reset and he's gonna live the life again? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, assuming... Give us a sequel. Yeah, this is like... And there's a love story in there between him and Bertowski. There's even the one part where, like, have you tried to transfer the power through, like, all means, you know? And she's like, yeah, sex, you mean? I've tried it. It doesn't work. Yeah, she hits the button. Takes (laughs) him out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's really a terrific movie. I mean, we we were talking throughout the movie, like... This came out in 2014. Yeah. And it didn't do well because, I guess, Cruz had some... He was on the down... Like he had some stuff. Yeah, the yeah. whole Scientology. I mean, this is kind of him going back up because yeah. Tropic Thunder 
kind of made, kind of was like his thing to get back into good graces. Yeah. Les Grossman, which is amazing. Right. Oh, yeah. Tropic Thunder. And but, like, he was slowly moving back up like, within that, Mission Impossible I mean, franchise as well. People were playing video games. Yeah. Since then. This is video like, games. This is, we were like, oh, man. This has this game, yeah. this Halo, game, this Call game, of Duty, this game, this game. Yeah. It's like, this Here's is all in one. Yeah. How did this movie not do so well? It, it's a shock. Then? It's a shock. Yeah. Like, I didn't see it in the theaters. No. I think it was bad naming convention, because they changed the name, like, three times on this movie. But, yeah, so, this this movie's awesome. Studio interference, I guess. Oh, for Maybe. sure. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm for sure. Yeah. So, this movie, I think, premiere is Live, Die, and Repeat. Right. But Edge of Tomorrow was the name of the original, like, short story, if I recall. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Yeah, it's, it's the name title. of the original. Live, yeah. Die, yeah, I mean, Edge of Tomorrow is an amazing yeah. title. Live, Die, Repeat... Sure, I don't care. I've seen the movie. I think it's awesome. I think everybody yeah. should see it. Makes I think sense. it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Live, die, repeat. Yeah. Definitely makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's like a line in the book or novel or whatever it is. I can't remember who the author of the novel is, but it's... <laughs> I can't say enough about this movie. We've watched it twice in the past yeah. few weeks. And it's funny because you text me. Yeah. Hey, I just watched I just that watched tomorrow. I was like, I just watched that the other day, and like the day like, before. And then I was like, I'm watching. Also, I'm a, I'm been in the middle of War of the Worlds. You're like, yeah. I watched that too. I just watched that too. Those so both just went on HBO Max. Yeah, so it's kind of like yeah, we we're, were going through it. So yeah, yeah. So but the, you know, to sit there and, and watch this movie at the same time within yeah. a day it was kind of yeah it was pretty, pretty cool. funny it was pretty funny and we were like hey you know what we haven't watched it together so yeah. we're doing it we tonight. just did it we just did it we probably could have and it was it watch it again but hell watch and it again on Please. your meat <laughs> on your meat came out of this I'm yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> I'm gonna say the rest because yeah. it's got tongue tied we're not got into that tied, yeah. guys we're not sorry. into that Happens. We, we support all, all kinds of peoples. And, I'm human. Yeah, we support all kinds of peoples on this podcast. <laughs> we love yeah. you all. As long as you listen, subscribe, and like, yeah. and comment. Yeah. Get on, get on your meat and subscribe. <laughs> who, who did the music in this movie? Do you know? I don't think. No, we, I didn't see. It's probably like Sylvester or somebody. Yeah, you know? probably. It's probably somebody. Yeah, but the music's great. It fits right in. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not like in your face or anything so I don't remember it per se yeah. but music's great in this movie and and Tom Cruise is great he's a perfect casting in this movie in my opinion he, he's, he's such a coward at the beginning yeah I think he does this is one of his better movies because yeah. he's, he's not that cocky yeah I mean he is I eventually mean, everything he does is cocky in. he's cocky but in the in the beginning leading up to when he needs to be cocky He's just this little twerp. Yeah. And we, we, he does a really good job of we that. We didn't even give ratings on Prospect. Now that I think about it, we're going to get those at the end, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow is just, it's action-packed. It's fun. Man. It's hilarious at times. Just so funny at times. Emily Blunt looks amazing. She's yeah. well. It's like, there's some movies where you're like, this woman doing all this is not believable. Yeah. She is in good shape. Yeah. She's carrying around a fucking helicopter blade as a weapon in part Which of the movie. Which is probably Great. one of the best 
That's just weapons. I, I want that weapon in like Call of Duty and yeah. Halo and everything we've got. life. Yeah. I want to carry it around in, in court when I go to court. Just have it on my back. Yeah. It's, yes. it's almost like it's, yes, it's, it's, you're the size of the, it's the size of like the Final Fantasy. Um, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, Clouds, that's what we brought Clouds up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which, I can't remember the name of it right now, but yeah. Like, it, it's a video game movie. This movie is like the perfect video game. So, so many mesh. Do, do we like Ohio? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say I don't, I don't like Ohio all that much. I love Sorry. Ohio. <laughs> I, I like Drew Carey, which is the Ohio song, but I've never been to Ohio. Tell, tell us about Ohio. Tell us about Ohio there, <laughs> 244352. Uh, Ohio's fine. I'm I'm planning on going to Cincinnati later this year, possibly, yeah, or I might take you with me. But uh, yeah, Ohio's fine. So we have a we have a commenter on Twitch, so that's why we're on this. So thanks for the comment. Yeah, thanks for the comment for sure. First time chatter, we appreciate it. So yeah, Edge tomorrow is just it's it's tons of fun. It's oh, it's man. a good movie. I mean, it's just, it's well done. Doug Lyman is a great action director, as you can tell by Born Identity. And this movie, uh, if you haven't seen Go, like, if you haven't seen Go, I, I'd recommend watching Go. Maybe we'll have to watch that sometime soon and review that. Go's a terrific movie as well. But Lyman, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, also yeah, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. Why, uh, why, why does this, not, this guy not take over, like, Halo? Yeah, I could see him doing Halo or oh Gears, of, or Gears of War movies. Gears of War. Yeah. I mean, you got so Batista. much in this. Come on, get Batista in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Give us something here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a terrific movie. Cast is, is, is A+. plus. Even, like, his like his J-Squad, like that squad. I love yeah. every single person in that squad. Yeah. They have very little screen time, but I love every single person in that squad. And, like... Kimmel, the the guy who goes naked into battle oh, wearing his big suit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, all right, we'll go to ratings. I, I don't have much else to say about it other than fucking watch this movie, man. It's I mean, great. You go first. Ratings. I gotta you go. go first. I gotta go. How do you know what I'm rating? I gotta go four eight. Four eight. Wow. This that's is on top end. This is top end for me. Four five. I'm going four this. five because I, I love. Have I love stuff. this movie. Yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. movie. I can watch it a hundred times, and yeah. I watch it every time. It's so good. Four five. This is one of the best sci-fi action films to come out in the last decade, for I think, sure. I think it's getting better over time. It's better every time you watch it. Over time, because you you notice little things. Yeah, and yeah. with you know how. Gaming is getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. It's like this. This, this movie was kind of ahead of its time the, the, a little bit. It's almost even though it's 2015. It's very much like a video game. Oh, it's because 100%. you die in a video game, you go back you to a checkpoint. Yeah, and you go and through you, it again. You, you got to remember how. Yeah. how do I get past this? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 four eight. It's really one of the best movies. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Even if you don't like Tom Cruise. Watch this movie because the, there's not a lot of dialogue in this movie. To be honest, no. it's all action. Yeah, on your it's it's terrific, you know. And then hey, I'm from Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I know you, you you we gotta do this. Yeah, it's on your meat. It's all on your meat. And uh, yeah, it 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 does everything through action. Everything needs it's to be. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so good. 
Yeah, four eight for me. Everything's great. I think I actually gave it a four seven. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> four seven, four eight. What's four eight. Matter? It doesn't matter. It's basically a perfect yeah. movie. It really is. Yeah. All right. So that's Edge of Tomorrow. Pro- prove me wrong. Prove him wrong. We got that guy with the, the sign right here. Uh-huh. Prove him wrong. Yep. Comment in the comment section on YouTube and tell us why oh, this movie is Ohio, prove me wrong. Fucking Ohio. Cincinnati. Cleveland. Columbus. Prove us wrong. I'm going to come visit you soon. All right. That is Edge Tomorrow. Now we're on to, unfortunately... I don't know. A release from Saturn Score. Our last release from Saturn Score was No Resistance, which we loved No Resistance. Mm -hmm. We really loved that movie. This one, not so much. This is Shatter Dead. Um, I did not know what this movie is about. You didn't either, obviously. I I have the Blu-ray, which I'm somewhat regretting at this point, and I'm probably going to hide it away for a long time because I want my kids to discover it. You know, fully loaded... Is from Ohio. He is correct. <laughs> Check it out sometime. Whew. You can't stop chewing. Diplomatico rums from Venezuela. Uh-huh. Yeah. They love so, us down there. Shattered Dead was released by Saturn Score. I bought it through Vinegar Syndrome. We watched it tonight. Uh, it's a shot on video uh, film, which means it's in a 4 3 ratio. So it's only taking up a little bit of your screen like an old TV. And I, I'm I'm lost on actually giving the plot of this film because I don't think there is a plot to this film. No. But I'm gonna try. So our main character, whose name escapes me, I don't know that we ever got her name, is a human. She is a living human. And the world is being taken over by zombies who are just basically the normal people that they were before they were zombies. They're just not going to die. And she is traveling to a grocery store, buying groceries. There's zombies on the street. No big deal. They're just undead people. The undead are coming back to life. But she is very anti-zombie for some reason. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why. There's no plot description of this uh, to give you because basically there is no plot. Yeah. She just walking along. She she the whole time. Some guy tries to some zombie tries to steal gas out of her car. She kills him. She got guns and uh, she got she goes on the road and she's attacked by uh, second rate Gene Hackman and his crew. Um, what do you mean second? Second rate Gene Hackman. I thought that was. <laughs> it looks like Gene Hackman <laughs> as of now, like ninety year old. Yeah, and a broken nose. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a guy who's been in a couple fights. Love you, Gene. They steal her car. They let her, like, she escapes and walks. And she goes to this, this town. She finds another car at some point and goes to this town. And the town, like, she all of a sudden gets accosted by this guy that says, Oh, you're out past curfew. You need to go to this house and stay here. And, and the first of the movie also has an angel with, with some titties. Yeah. Uh, having sex with a woman. Yeah, it's a weird start. It has no bearing on the plot of the movie. Yeah. Uh, we assume it's like Angel Gabriel or somebody because it's fucking weird. And and so she goes to this uh, like this tenement building. Not nine. It's like a house where there the people can go to stay. And the woman who was 
getting fucked at the beginning of the movie by the angel. This is this is a hard one. It is like a pregnant explain. woman there. It, it's fucking hard to explain because there's no plot to this movie. <laughs> there's no plot. I'm cussing a lot in this. I ain't had a bit to drink, uh, but this you, movie deserves it. Would you rate this movie? Oh, we're gonna rate this fucking movie because it's terrible. Oh. So she goes to this apartment like thing where she's gonna stay the night. She gets put into a room with another woman, and we get some some. Some some titties, yeah. It's bush, a lot of uh, like in this, and like the woman wants to take a shower with her because she has soap. They have to shower together, and like the and woman at, reveals at that she's point, a dead. At this point, it turned into like a a softcore. Porn. It's softcore porn. Yeah, and we were like, what? Yeah, it's the woman. Yeah, the this woman. Is not she, what we it's, it's so we're weird. Expecting. The woman she takes yeah. shower with is a dead person. And you can't tell because there's no real signs. Some of the zombies are like gray and look dead, but this woman looks normal and she's like, oh, I, I'm dead, you know? And and so at some point in the night, like one of the guys who's running the hotel is looking through the keyhole and jerking off through the keyhole looking at these, these two women. And this guy in like a Danny Sexfang costume, which you don't know who that is, but like Freddie Mercury queen costume comes in and is like killing everybody in the hotel because they they want them to be zombies. Oh, I, th- and, uh, I thought Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern. You, you thought yeah, Howard Stern. Fuck man. But yeah. if you've ever seen Ninja Sex Party as a band, this is like a Danny Sex Band costume. And, and he's killing everybody in the hotel and, and our main character kills the, the dead woman, like shoots her in the head and she's like, oh, you can't kill me, I'm already dead. And, and so she leaves, escapes, gets gets to her house and we're like 45 minutes into the movie at this point it's only 76 minutes long nothing has really happened she gets to her house and discovers like her boyfriend has killed himself and he's a zombie now and and she wants to like fuck him and and she straps like a pistol onto his waist which is a daisy bb pistol like (laughs) it's clearly a daisy like one of those little pistols you can pull back and cock and shoot a pellet out of i still have and like full frontal dick nudity yeah i mean you get the cock yeah the cock get it yeah remember tom cruise and magnolia yeah the cock the cock yeah so so she's like has sex with him like and there's like pretty significant like craziness in this sex scene and then she's like oh I don't like you I'm gonna kill you and kills her boyfriend pick, push him out the window and he's like on the street dead and Gene Hackman shows up again not yeah. Gene Hackman for real and like straps the guy up he's together bullet. he's got a bullet wound he's, through his head and there's jello oh. oh yeah that's right she kills Gene she shoots Gene Hackman in the head yeah. of her car back in to get home and like, so hard. there's this jello coming out of his mouth and on his wounds and everything. And Gene Hackman shows up and straps him up with all these like wooden stakes so he can walk again. And then he walks upstairs and she's in the room and he's knocking on the door like, let me in. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. This so, is real bad. Did you recommend this movie? Fuck no! <laughs> I don't recommend this movie to anyone. I'm ashamed that I have this movie on Blu-ray right there. It's fucking terrible. Like, no resistance, fun as shit. Yeah. Shattered Dead, not fun, no, not good. No Looks resi- like a fucking porno. No resistance was, like, fun, smart. Yeah. Kind of 
TI-99 in it? You know, not not to be weird, but it kind of prophesied a little bit. Yeah. It's almost... I mean, when when they did that movie... It's cyberpunk before cyberpunk was a big thing. I mean, they they kind of made sense of what was to come. This movie was just pure nonsense. Fucking stupid shot out of... Okay, I'm going to give it to it. Like, I'm sick to death of fucking standard zombie movies. Like, Last of Us is doing good stuff, but it's still zombies to an extent. Walking Dead hasn't been good for 10 years at this point. Right. You know. It was and good, and then... If five five it seasons hit, it hit a good. point, and then dropped off. This is the fucking worst zombie movie I've ever seen. And, and it's not going to... I'm not going to be friendly in the rating. It's fucking terrible. I'm I'm dropping the f bomb of shit ton in this review. So five out of five. Five out of five. Fuck yeah. You know they <laughs> shot this in Ohio. They probably did shoot this in Ohio because <laughs> Ohio sucks that bad. No, I'm just kidding. Ohio. Jokes. I'm joking. Ohio. I, just trying to get. I've you. never been to Ohio, but you do have Cleveland, and I'm sorry for that. You might want to excise Cleveland out to its own little country. But yeah, I'm probably gonna go to Cincinnati in June, and I'm gonna take you with me. I have, I'll tell you about that later. Oh boy. So, yeah, Shattered Dead. Fucking terrible soundtrack. I don't even remember any music from it. Fucking no. terrible acting. That's okay. I will say the main character is not bad. She's not bad in the movie. She just doesn't have a lot to do. And, and, and she shows her titties a lot and, and shows her bush a lot in the movie. But, and, and the guy who played, played the main like cult leader, I guess, yeah. with the zombies, he was okay. Yeah, but yeah, he he was fine. But no, the movie has no plot. It's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. But yeah, okay. So check it out. I'm I'm gonna rate it because I have to, and I'm not. Even, I don't think we go vinegar scale on this one because I don't think it deserves that. It's a point five. It's the lowest rating I can get. It's real bad. You're doing points? Yeah. <gasps> Half points. Though. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the, on the point five. Yeah. I was, I was like, what are we watching? It's as low as it can go. Yeah. We're, we're going to pick up one of our phones and start shooting a movie. And I think we can, it would be better. We can do it better. Yeah. So. I'm sure. Show your dick. Sorry. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was a softcore porn. It really was bad. Yeah. Like I feel expect. like I feel like they had good ideas for the movie. It's kinda weird so watching it. It's kinda weird watching it with you. Yeah, yeah. I know. You got excited about the dicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on your feet, on your meat. On the meat. Yeah. So yeah, that's so, that's it. That's all I want to talk about that one. It's so bad. point five. Yeah, point five all around. It's bad. It's not worth watching. It, yeah. it's not worth it. I own it, so if you want a copy of it, just let me know. I'll sell it to you for cheap. No, not really, because I never let go of my stuff. But, yeah. So, Shattered Dead, not worth watching. No Resistance, watch No Resistance. It's a hundred times better in this movie. It's ten thousand times better in this movie. So, that's it. That's all we got for tonight. We'll be back on Sunday. Uh, Anything else to add? Oh, man. Edge Tomorrow is the quality of the night. Oh, I'm so glad we finally got around to Edge Tomorrow. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, Love Shattered it. Dead, not so much. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Shattered Dead, not so much. Yeah. yeah. Stay away from Shattered Dead. All right. So that's it for Basement Movie Room tonight. We will see you next time. Hello, Ohio. 
Yes. Yeah, if you're still around. Come back to Ohio. We will welcome you back. I love all of Ohio. We love Ohio. It's the best. It's that Cleveland. Don't, 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 don't give me no Cavalier bullshit. Strong Cleveland. Paul. (laughs) You don't like the Cavs. Nobody likes the Cavs. Except the Cavaliers. Yeah. Yeah. So, alright. So, that's it for Race Mover. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on Twitter. And we will see you next time. Thanks for watching. Cheers.